We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. The Dateable podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work or not. Each episode will not only offer you a new perspective on dating, but will also change the way you date. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear commentary from my producer, Julie Kraftchik, and other surprise co-hosts. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. We haven't really had a quirky dating story in a while, so uh, in our quest for a, a fun, lighthearted dating story, Kieran, our guest, is here to satisfy our needs. <laughs> Hi, Kieran, how are you? Good, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming and telling us, telling us your story. I want to introduce you to our listeners first. Kieran's 35 years old. He's lived in the Bay Area for seven years, currently in Oakland, originally from Connecticut, currently in a monogamous relationship, not in a monogamous relationship with the person you're about to tell this story about, correct? Correct. Okay. Tell us this very quirky dating story you encountered. Okay. I guess just starting at the beginning at the time, I'm not even sure exactly what year it was, a, a few years back. I was doing a lot of internet dating, OkCupid dating specifically mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'd been on a, a number of OkCupid dates and 
some some good, some others not. And I figured I would just try dating people that were like a little bit different if I saw something that's interesting about them. Okay. I came across this girl who she had a lot of um, just like athletic things in her profile. She did okay. acro yoga and it was something I, I don't, I still don't know anything about it. Maybe I see people doing it in Dolores Park or, mm-hmm. and I, I just figured like, uh, I'll, I'll reach out to her. So and, her profile stood out. Yeah. Just amongst the, the others. Yeah. The photos. And I, I guess I hadn't seen that stuff before, like okay. the acro yoga stuff as, as much before. Maybe it's more common now. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a thing. It's a thing now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a thing now. Probably a couple so, of years ago, though, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, Julie and I were just doing acro yoga before you came. <laughs> no, we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Still not that much of a thing. <laughs> so her profile really stood out, and then you reach out to her. Yeah, and I don't, I don't remember um, too much about how much we went back and forth. I don't think it was like too far drawn out, like a normal amount of back and forth, and asking a couple questions, figuring it out, and just hey, let's meet up mm-hmm. because how else do you know? She had agreed to. To meet up I think maybe I had like a couple ideas or I, I I just went for something and the plan was to meet up at uh Dear Mom Dear Mom was this bar that um the, the name actually kind of had a hilarious story where it came from one of the owners or one of their friends in college like a story a funny drunken story where someone fell into a bush at the end of the night and they had this quote where they're like Dear Mom I love college <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's kind of cool. They encourage people to bring in photos of their moms. Oh, um, and they put them up and decorated the bar with, with cool. photos. Of, yeah, so we met up, and the plan was just to to grab a drink there. Uh, nothing more yet. So we met up there, uh, got there, ordered some drinks. I think she ordered a glass of, of wine. And the conversation was kind of slow going. And I don't know whether she was just a quiet person. Mm-hmm. Um, is she, you know is she nervous? Is she not into me? You know, yeah. it could be First like a, a variety of things. Are always right? yeah. just a little bit off. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I thought the one odd thing was that she like really didn't drink much of her drink at all. Like it was, okay. it, was the, it was there, and she wasn't like basically drinking any of it. Did she bring in a picture of her mom? No. <laughs> Uh, the bar that is permanently closed. By the oh, way. that's so I sad. Know. I know. We'll have to start our own. Yeah. So yeah, we were just chatting at the bar. I don't remember really anything much about the conversation because there really it, was no conversation much. Yeah. So not memorable. You know. So, yeah. so I had finished my drink, and um, she had had very little of hers. And then eventually, she was like, "Hey, you know, um, some of my friends are at Soma Street Food. Would you like to come come over there?" Uh, you know, to get something to eat. And I was like, sure. And I thought it was kind of... food truck place for anyone that's not familiar. So did she say why she didn't drink her drink? Did she not drink or... I didn't ask about it because it seems like a a kind of a weird thing, like get drunk. Like, you know, like I I don't know like why you would order something that you... It's not like I ordered the drink for her and she just didn't like it or something. So, I mean, get get whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Um, Or or there was never like any like, hey, can we not go to a bar? Can we do something else? But uh, anyways, so she asked me, hey, would I like to go uh, to Soma Street Food? Her friends are there. And I thought it was kind of like a, I mean, I wouldn't do that on a first date. Right. It's um, a lot to meet people's friends like a on a first date. date. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't intimidated by it right. or, or nervous about that. I thought that was kind of cool. Maybe it was a good sign. You know, that mm-hmm. like she was willing to like introduce me to her friends, like right. even though yeah. we had just met each other. So I figured like, <laughs> I, you know, I was hungry too. So like, why not? So, so why not go over there? It was a short walk. Uh, so we get there and, um, you know, there's a lot of options there. You can yeah. find vegan food, vegetarian food. If all you want to eat is meat or tons of options there. Basically um, everything. Yeah. It's like any food truck under the sun yeah. pretty much. It's like a whole 
park of food trucks. Yeah. We kind of split up to just do a, do a round and figure out what we wanted to eat each and did a loop, came back. She asked me like, hey, is there uh, is there anything, did you find anything you want to eat? And I said, yeah, I think I had tacos or if I remember correctly. Um, and I said, what about you? And she's like, oh, there's nothing here for me. I didn't question it, but it was the first strange thing. I'm like, what do you, you know, there's got to be like at least 12 options here. Yeah. You know, okay. Of, of food. So I went and got my food anyway. And then her friends were on that school bus that you can sit inside and chat. So I think I got my food and I met in there. And maybe I met some of the friends, but it was weird. Me just kind of sitting on the end. Not really a part of the conversation. Yeah. Or I'm not sure if they knew who you were, who who I even was or anything. I'm just kind of like sitting on the end. Maybe she introduced me like a just like, hey, I don't know if she used a label but it was kind of like a here's my friend this and you may not be like really in the conversation because there's like a big group of people at this point did you still feel like you were on a date uh at this point no because like there's (laughs) there's not say i feel like when it's friends this early it's not a date anymore so awkward (laughs) yeah and you're not even in that situation you're you can't even get to know someone right or or spend the time together early to even know if you like this person or not right like i feel like you want to meet friends like eventually but when you haven't even like had any foundation with each other it's not really like a strange meet my friends type of thing yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm eating my food, not really talking to to many people. She's kind of maybe saying a thing or two to me slash talking to her friends. And I'm feeling at this point, I'm like, I just want to eat and get out of here. Like, yeah. You know, like, what is, what is, yeah. Gonna, what is gonna happen here? Like, what, yeah. I'm kind of wasting my time here. And then I'm not sure how long this actually like took to happen or uh, in the meal, but she remember she had said that there's there's nothing, nothing. there for her except there was one thing for her <laughs> that she had brought she in her brought. bag. Yes. So, and this wasn't like, this wasn't announced or anything, but I just, maybe I'm sitting across from her and she's kind of in that conversation and I see her pull a big red bell pepper out of her back. From her bag? Yeah. Her purse or (laughs) her bag. A Trader Joe's one. I remember seeing the little (laughs) sticker on it. Yeah. (laughs) And then what does she do with the pepper? She took a big bite out of it like it was an apple. (laughs) Would it be less weird if it was an apple? I kind of feel like it would be. It would be less weird. Would, I mean, I carry fruit with me yeah. in my bag as a snack, but never a, a bell pepper. It could have been a number of things and not been so strange. Obviously, you had an interesting reaction to it. What about her friend? Did they notice? I don't think they noticed, or maybe they just know she is <laughs> she is that way. Like, no one else was calling her out on it or, or talking about it or anything. And I wasn't going to at this point. I was kind of already over it. Interesting. Did you, were you attracted to her um, at any point during this quote? unquote date i think it was the kind of thing where you're not you're not it's not that you're not attracted to this person or you're not you're not saying um i'm physically just not attracted to them mm-hmm. but the the conversation or the chemistry is so apparent that that's not there right. like someone could be really hot but if you can't even talk to them it's yeah. kind of like what, what right. was the point you know so yeah. Did she uh-huh. like just come off like it? Like from what you're describing, it just sounds like she was like so aloof the whole time, like kind of in her own world. That's yeah. The like I'm trying to vision this date, and I'm like picturing you guys like trying to make conversation. Her like kind of sitting at the bar, like barely drinking, not into that. Then going to the food, not into that. Like it just felt like she was like in her own world, not interested in anything. Is that like how you felt or how did you feel? Yeah. And she clearly wasn't in it for the free drink either. Or the food. So it was like, I don't know, like, am I helping you pass time here, kill an hour or something? Like, 
I don't, I don't know what it is. Am I just your layover to the next hmm. thing? I feel, I'm just trying to put myself in her shoes. I feel like those days when I'm in a bad mood where nothing uh, has gone yeah. right for me, like then nothing tastes good. I want nothing. Nothing can make me happy. But then I wouldn't go on a date if I were in that right. kind of mindset. Or like why bring you to the next destination? If you were right. a layover, like if you were yeah. like, I mean, there's Why some... not just get rid of you? Right. <laughs> That's what I was confused about. You know, Sometimes someone will say like, hey, like I have something to do now. It was nice meeting you. And right, just kind, yeah. of make, kind of make an exit. And everyone knows what's going on. You right. Know? Yeah. And there's like, it's almost, you know, I don't know. I guess for you, it's almost better because then you just wasted another hour. I mean, I yeah. guess you got some food, so that's positive. But you could have gone anywhere <laughs> you yeah, have to yeah go there. there's so many quirky quirky things about this date one is the fact that you became this tag along yeah and i'm i'm pretty sure her friends did not know that she was no. on a date with you because i've brought dates to meet my friends but i made it very clear to my friends so the whole time they're all about him because they want to get to know him right right your friends would want to know what who are yeah, but you, have you ever you brought someone to meet your friends on the first I date have. i have i'm guilty I have <laughs> okay why'd you do it I'm so curious I did it because I wanted to so it was a very complicated first date we had a, like a drink first and I had dinner with my friends because I wanted to have like that cutoff period I okay. don't want to linger but I liked him so much I want to see him later so he's like I'm down to meet up later if you want and I'm like well I'll be out with my friends so he came and met up with us okay so that's that's why but I made it very clear to my friends I'm on a first date with this guy I really I'm really into him so when he came in they just swarmed him they were just like right what's your name what do you do what are your intentions you know they, they, they <laughs> right. want to know everything about him uh, they definitely did not ignore him. So everyone approaches dating a little bit differently. Yeah. It sounds like you were along for the ride and she was just going on with her day. Well, we had a friend that used to bring <laughs> first dates around all the time. Like it was girls night. Yeah. And she would bring her random Tinder date out yes. all the time. Oh my and gosh. I feel like <laughs> at the beginning I was like trying to make small talk. And then because it became so many of them and I'm like, I'm never going to see these people again. Yeah. I wonder because it oh, feels that's true. Like I wonder if this isn't the first time this has happened with her friends. Like she's brought dates and they're just like, oh, not again. I'm not going to even like exert any energy because yeah. I'm probably never going to see this dude again. Because I feel like even if they thought you guys were just friends, you would think they would have like tried to engage you yeah, a little. Or Who are you? What's your name? Like right, yeah. <laughs> right. I guess we can have so many theories about what was going on through her mind, but we don't know her so have no idea but i think the point of this is how did this make you feel yeah like, what are how how did you feel walking away from the state you know i can't say that she was being rude at yeah. all it was just like disinterest yeah it's not rude because she invited you yeah. along she wasn't like see you later like she was actually but, inviting and welcoming in a weird way but like not at the way. same time i feel like disinterest is it's almost like a worse word <laughs> than rude I, I almost rather someone have like a repulsive reaction to me as opposed to just disinterest right because then you feel like you're like why am i even why here? am i here yeah. i'm just filling space for you yeah she, she wasn't talking very much so i know that she wasn't asking very many questions about me as mm. usually like you want to have a even distribution of like so yeah. you felt like you were the only one asking questions yeah that's why it was like very but again she like invited me so i kind of was like okay let me go yeah. and 
yeah. kind of let you go yeah. and let me try. And at the beginning, yeah. sometimes people need a little time to warm up. Totally. So I could see why you would go. Were you trying to eat your food as fast as possible, thinking of your exit <laughs> strategy? Or were you still, like, feeling it out? I think I was still feeling it out prior to the bell pepper a little bit. Like, I wasn't having a great time. <laughs> the bell but... pepper was the end. You're like, peace out. <laughs> I'm allergic. Can't do this. And it's, yeah, it's not even like, um, I, guess, I, I guess I don't shy away from... If there's something quirky about someone, yeah. like that's completely fine. Yeah. Like my girlfriend now has like things that might be weird about her or, but they're, I don't know, they're endearing or they're just, right. they're, they're just her. So it's not like I needed someone to be a certain way, but it was just kind of like the final. Well, that's what yeah. I'm thinking with this whole story is like, I feel like if you guys were having a really great time and getting along and all the stuff, and then she was just like, oh, there's no food for me. Here's a bell pepper. It would not have had the same reaction. Right. Yeah. I think, and we've said this before, like you can do the same exact thing but like if someone likes you or there's like a connection yeah, it's totally just, fine it's so cute and right that. and then if you don't it's like creepy. what the heck is going creepy on creepy and weird exactly <laughs> and then, it's such a double standard can we but... just visit the bell pepper for a sec <laughs> I know this sounds so petty but like what goes on through your head when you put a bell pepper in your bag to go on a date Okay, are you like, this is for a snack later? Or did you go grocery shopping and it was the first thing that you grabbed out of your bag? I feel like she was like on like a back-to-back or something. Like, I feel like your um, date wasn't the only thing planned for her that day. Oh, I don't know. That's just so my hunch. Just like I don't fuel. know. Maybe. <laughs> it just feels like, like she had a lot of stuff going on. So, like, I don't know if she was like necessarily planning for a date or just planning for her day. Like, But she was hungry, right? Didn't she say that at one point? She did go look for food. She went to look for food and didn't find anything. So then the backup plan was to pull out the bell pepper. Have you guys ever tried to eat a bell pepper like an apple? I have tried one. Well, that's the part. Dare. That's the dare. part that's crazy about it. Because did she like cut it up or no? Which no, she, it, she was, it was like it. an apple. Because yeah. there's all those seeds inside. And what do you do with the seeds? <laughs> and does she wash the bell pepper? I have so many questions. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, like I feel like just if they were cut up pieces of the bell pepper it would have been like eating like celery or carrots but like chomping into it is like very aggressive like it's just like random that like you would do that so random Um, but maybe she's onto something maybe this is like the new health fad that she she discovered (laughs) and, and, and in 10 years we're all gonna get on it the bell pepper fad but okay. <laughs> Put that aside. Put that aside. It's a fun story because at the end of this, you still remember her. Yeah. Years later. Why what do you think? Yeah. Why is why was this date so memorable? I think because well, clearly because that hasn't happened to me before. <laughs> but I think it's it's kind of the uh it's memorable because it's the not knowing where you stand. Mm. when you're when you're on a date and, it's, uh, and you're kind of yeah. trying to suss it out and yeah. figure out what's going on. Like you just got no signals. Yeah. That I can relate to. I've been on dates where you're at a bar and you're just like, whatever's happening in this environment is not working for us. So let's do a change of scenery. And maybe I have different mm. feelings. So I've taken a guy to like, let's say, a dancey kind of place where there's a dance floor and maybe there's chemistry there. So I can see how... You could change up the environment. We've seen it with some of the previous dates we've interviewed. You change up the environment and it's a totally different feel. 
But it sounds like that that's not what she was doing. It sounds like she already had this planned. Yeah, she knew. I think she knew that this was going on this day. It's at some point that her friends were there. Or maybe she was trying to see, like, let it continue with you and also be with her friends. Maybe it was like a multitasking type of thing. I don't know. Maybe she was like trying to suss it out a little more as well. Yeah, that's true. So how did how did this date end? Yeah. It kind of just ended ended with me kind of slipping off and saying like, <laughs> "Oh, like it's nice meeting you," and like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna head home. How did that happen? Were they all like all her friends talking, and you were just like, "I gotta go," oh, or like what was the scene? Uh, I probably picked out like a moment where she wasn't talking to someone. She wasn't sitting like that far away from me, but like the friends were kind of on one end, and I was at the other end. If that, mm. if that makes uh-huh. sense. So she was in the middle of you two or? Um, she was kind of on the end of her friends. Like where I don't think I was even really sitting next to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You're yes. like at a different yeah. table. <laughs> yeah. And there might have been like random people mixed in there. It's like one of those big tables where there could be different people sit- sitting at them. That's also actually another... so much more awkward. Because like that's like not even like you're sitting at a table like. No. Like forced to get to know these people. You're like You're away like the from edge it of all. the edge. Yeah. You're like one butt cheek on, one like, butt cheek off. <laughs> to like yell to them to even try to make conversation. Right. Okay, so then you you saw an opportunity to say goodbye, and I just left. And you know, there wasn't. And that was any... it. Yeah, she she stayed there. Okay. As, as, Did she like get up to like hug you or anything? I don't, or she just I don't like... remember that. It was kind of like in my mind anyway. Um, it was kind of just like I got up and left. You know? <laughs> so did you ever talk to her again? I don't think so. I, I hope not. Like if I, if I tried again or something, like, <laughs> yeah, I hope I would have gotten Did she ever reach out again? I don't think so. No. Okay. There's, there's... What'd you tell your friends? Like, I'm just so curious, like what your react, like, I feel like if this happened to me, I would have been texting you a, like the, the second, second I left, left this place about this. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Um, I don't think I did it like did it right away, but actually another part of it that I do remember and and why this was just such a didn't want to give it a, a chance was the food thing where I have been on a couple dates and maybe it's not fair because someone could be nervous mm-hmm. um, eating for the first time in front of someone some people have that mm. um but the uh the not being able to eat anything mm. is just like a i don't know i want to be able if i'm dating someone i want to be able to go to a restaurant and not have to totally. be totally like, you have some you're super picky like i'm you know like i'm fine if someone is a vegan or vegetarian yeah. or, or this thing but at least at least i saw the, at least they're trying you know <laughs> yeah i saw the best quote i think it was on instagram it was just like i'm on this new paleo keto diet and i've already lost 15 friends <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well i mean a lot of us are self-conscious about what we eat what we drink what we say all that on on dates yeah you, you feel like you're under a microscope it totally is awkward though because like i did the paleo diet for a while mm-hmm. and i remember like going on some dates and like for whatever reason even though like i wasn't like insecure about it like I felt like I felt like that person right the like mm. one that has all these like restrictions that I've like imposed on myself and I didn't want to be like the picky eater so I like didn't want to like say it to them yeah but then like the last person I dated I was like super comfortable and said it from like day one so it was right. like I think it really depends like on how you're vibing with someone but I mm-hmm. I you get it I get it. it yeah whatever your diet is you just have to own it If you're eating a pepper and you know it's weird, you should just own it and be like, yes, everyone, I'm eating a pepper. I do this all the time, you know, as opposed to 
kind of like, oh, I can't find anything else to eat. I'm going to eat this pepper. Or taking it as a time to explain maybe why or something. Right, yeah, because you know it's weird. You got to know. So have you had any other quirky experiences on dates that are kind of on a similar level? Or do you think this is like, the quirkiest it's it's definitely my my go-to story people probably have like more outrageous stories or, yeah. or characters that are would just completely blow that away um i mean aside from like i told you like a couple of like the food things or someone being very just very aggressive on the first date in terms of questions mm-hmm. of like i've had the question asked so like what are you going to be doing in the next five years of your life on the first date and we're like i'm just trying to have fun. Are you <laughs> like a yeah. job interview? Yeah. I'm just trying to eat this pepper here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but one thing happened recently that is kind of a follow-up to this. A couple of months ago, I was on BART and I saw someone eating something unusual. And it wasn't it wasn't a bell pepper. It was a cucumber, like a raw <laughs> cucumber. And I don't know whether that's that's better or worse, but it just it, it made me question whether of like like Maybe it wasn't that weird, and people do these things. Like I just don't know the yeah, people who do this. Yeah, I mean, okay, like cucumber. I've eaten cucumber, but not in public. Like though. a whole cucumber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I cucumber because that's actually how. When I lived in Beijing, that's how we cooled down the summer. Oh, you just oh, take a whole cucumber and just eat it because it really cools down your system. But I would never eat it on the bar, for example. It's <laughs> dirty as fuck. But also just in public because it's so phallic. I I do think the bell pepper, why it's weird in my mind is the seeds inside. I just don't think it's very conducive to eating like an apple. That's right. All. Yeah. So I don't think you're you're crazy, but I would love to hear some someone else's opinion. Well, there was this, not that this is obviously true opinion but there reminds me of this like sex the city episode where she's like in jury duty and there's this guy that like every day opens his briefcase and there's some like ridiculous fruit in there like a mango or like a pineapple like things that like you just like wouldn't snack on and it's like what the heck what the heck so i guess this brings us us to a few discussion points. One is, what is the proper way to handle quirky dates? Let's say yeah. you have no chemistry. Yeah. But out of respect for someone, you should still stay and like get to know them. How should you handle these quirky dates? It's time to take a quick break so we can tell you about our current sponsor, Mock Cloth. At Mock Cloth, there's no such thing as an ordinary outfit. Mock Cloth's signature styles include hand-drawn prints, standout silhouette, and an inclusive size range that celebrates all women with sizes from double zero to size 20. I actually just purchased this amazing jumpsuit called the Unbridled Enthusiasm Wide Leg Jumpsuit in two different colors. It's chic enough for the office, but also fun enough for happy hour. And can I just say, I love anything with pockets. This is the time to stock up on dresses and swimsuits for the season ahead. Got a question about fit? Their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. Special for dateable listeners, get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Go to modcloth.com, that's spelled M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H, and enter the code DATABLE at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires June 9th. So get on it now. Again, go to modcloth.com and enter the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E 
at checkout to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. And now back to the show. How should you handle these quirky dates? Like, I guess what part are we going to call it specifically on this date? Because mm. I feel like there's multiple things on this date. You didn't know like anything about her, right? Because she was like, or you were asking her questions, but she knew nothing about you because right. she wasn't asking you any questions. Right. right. So at that point, I feel like it's pretty clear that it's not like a, oh my God, I want you to meet my friends because I'm right. so into you, right? right? So there's that piece. Then there's the bell pepper piece. Like, I just like, where do we even start? I would start with, I've been on dates where I feel like I'm not being asked any questions and it's very one-sided. And at that point, I just decide I'm going to extract as much information out of this person as possible. I'm going to be just super curious and this is going to make for a good story Yep, later. That's true. So I think if I were on this date with this girl and maybe the friends thing is not so interesting, but when she took out that bell pepper, I would have questioned her. I would have been like, whoa, where did you get that? Why are you, what was your, what what were you thinking when you put in your bag? Like, do you normally do this on dates? I would just, like, what do you have to lose, right? You got to make the best out of it. And I have this theory or this philosophy, really, that you can learn something from everyone. Mm-hmm. So maybe she could have taught you something about bell peppers that we don't know about. Maybe it's a fountain of youth. Maybe she's like 85 years old and she looks <laughs> 28. Who knows? But you can learn so much, yep. especially from negative people. Because yeah. one, you learn that you you don't want to be that. Right. And two, also, it's like, what's the root of this? Why? Well, what caused this? I actually think like with my date, I was just so curious. Because yeah. I was like, I've never encountered some someone that within two minutes of a date is telling me how much he does not like my entire gender. Like that's crazy. So I was like, I need to like learn more. Why is this guy like this? But yeah. What, if you had to do this date again, Karen, what would you have done differently? You know, I, I think I would have tried to, I didn't want to talk to like the friends that much just because maybe you're uncomfortable. You don't know them Mm -hmm. and talk Mm -hmm. to them. But I think I would have made more of an effort to like get in their conversation, mm. at least to the point where they start asking you like, who like, are who you? Are you? Who you are? Where did you come and from? And it would just be really funny to be like, oh, how do you, you know, how do you know her? And and I'm like, we're on a date right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, so you know. I realize like, yeah. that you guys yeah. knew each other. Yeah. 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 They're like, who's that creeper that's just sitting next to her? <laughs> watching her eat. Well, maybe she had cute friends too. That's true. That's true. Right? Tap into their network. I guess that's the benefit about being introduced to friends when it's clearly no chemistry is maybe you could actually meet one of their friends that you would hit it off with more. Yeah, that's true. Definitely could have made more of an effort to make something of it. Like whether it was more of a story like you were saying, like maybe you learn something, maybe you call them out and then you have that exchange to it. Right. When we go on dates, we're writing a chapter in this movie, right? And you kind of think about like, how do I want to write the ending of the right. state? How do I want to fade out? What is the last scene? And you could write your own story here. I think, though, there's the other side of it is just cutting your losses, too. <laughs> just like I, I get like the let's see what happens. I think if there's like some level of intrigue or interest or whether that's like because you want to pursue that person or just because you're just interested mm. in what they're talking about and rambling about. I think if you don't have either of those two and you're just like, why am I here right now? Right. I yeah. think there's something about cutting your losses because I've certainly been there before when I'm like, okay, I just got through a drink with someone and they seem like a great person, but this has been like a painful conversation. Right, yeah. And like I've had instances I'm like, it's not worth my time to stay here for another hour. But I think that's when you make the distinction 
question, am I amused by this person or annoyed by this person? If I'm annoyed by this person, get out, oh, yeah. right? I'm not even annoyed, but just like you're like disinterested maybe. All right. So maybe she was disinterested. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know. And that's fair. Maybe she didn't want to be rude. So that's why she yeah. was kind of giving those signals and being like, he's going to leave at some point. Like, right. Or, and then I don't have to, you know, say. Maybe. <laughs> Would you rather go on a quirky date or a basic date? Oh, that's a good it's one. Just basic date talk. Interview style. Interview what do you style. do? Where are you from? Good enough, but basic. The quirky date for sure. Yeah, quirky date too. for sure. At least the story. Yeah. yeah, it's memorable. It's you can maybe learn, learn something. something. Yeah. It's a great story. You can tell it on podcast. <laughs> I feel like the painful date is like when it's just so generic and like no chemistry and just like interview s style and yeah. just like date talk like we've talked about. And it's yeah. I would much rather have something crazy happen, even if I knew I'd never see the person again. The flip side of this is that we've interviewed some people who only go on dates to have good stories. Mm. So they actually don't go on dates for potential of dating someone. They just want a good story. So where do you draw the line of bring fun and spontaneity to a date versus trying to see if there's potential? Oh, yeah. Well, I think if, like, all of your dates are going in this, like, quirky, weird vibe, then there's a question that you need to, like, see if, one, am I, like, picking the right people in the first place? Like, what am I bringing that might be attracting this? Like, all of that. I think there's a big difference between having these happen once in a while versus, like, every date you go on. Right. Because I ask this because I, I don't know her, but I could see her seeing this as the bell pepper test on dates. Oh, I think people do see something like that. Yeah. They they bring something consistently on a date just to see how her date reacts to it. So maybe she does the bell pepper test. Well, I think that like when to your question, when do you draw the line? I think at that point it's what are you looking for? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. are you looking for just like fun nights and good stories? Are you looking for a relationship? Right. Because if you're looking for a relationship, you don't need to like test people and do like these random things to see how they react. So this is a good way to bring up something that Julie and I hear all the time. We get emails from you guys that say, I really need to write a book about my dating life. That's when you know you're probably not in dating for like, dating potential right you're actually in dating for the stories yeah because if you are constantly going on these dates and you have to write in a journal because you want all your friends to hear about it and you think it's so funny you're obviously attracting that energy yeah and i think that's a good point too is like why are you actually going on dates like are you going to form a connection with another human being yeah or are you going to report back to your friends yeah. that are you, you did something do you have a dating blog right then, okay that's a whole <laughs> other story yeah So from all this, what are takeaways of this bell pepper date? (laughs) I'm going to try a bell pepper tonight for dinner. (laughs) Only if you go on a date. (laughs) Only if I go on a date. Do you think, okay, before we go into takeaways, do you think if it was like at a formal like sit down restaurant with wait service, would that be weirder or equal to this? Oh, weirder. I think that's way weirder. What would you say to the waiter? (laughs) My date is is fine with her bell pepper and water. So at least. I will point out at least she picked the right environment to throw out the bell pepper. Well, with Kieran, who knows with other people? <laughs> <It's> true. 
It's true. That's the ultimate bell pepper test. Ultimate. (laughs) I think my biggest takeaway is for anybody who walks away from a date thinking it was a really great date is when they feel like they were seen and heard. Yeah. And you just have to make your date feel like you're very present. They're the only person there. You're there to get to know them. But... If you're feeling like you're along for the ride, you're a tag along, you're kind of a second thought yeah. or a layover, then that's never going to be a good date. Why even go on these dates right. if that's not the mindset you're right. in? So all we're trying to do is be present on dates and make, even if there's no chemistry, make that person feel like you're there on purpose to get to know them. Right. And I don't, we don't know what her intention was, but I think like another one is like, think about the other person that's there too. Like, yeah, maybe you wanted to be not rude and extend the invite to have them come join you and your friends. But is that actually really beneficial to them if you're not going to like include right. them in conversation? Like, would it actually been nicer in theory for them to go use that hour plus whatever to do something else with yeah. their lives? Like, I think it's like just to bring someone along or just to have like show that your friends that you're on dates or whatever your like selfish reason is like think about is that actually serving you like really getting to know this person yeah what are your takeaways karen i agree with the um with the attention part focusing on the person and and when i was going on these dates like i always made a point to be present like i wasn't on yeah. my phone at all like right. i would just like mm-hmm. ignore it for, t- for a couple hours or whatever to just yeah just just to get to know that person because that's like that's not a good feeling and even if i wasn't feeling like there was potential to someone like maybe i could still get along with them in some other way yes i don't i can't i can't remember if i've ever had someone who was a friend after the fact and like really maintained like a friendship but i'm sure some people have had that experience or at least for the evening i think there's like an element of respect i think if you're just like and again i don't know what her vibe was sitting there but if you're like answering in one word answers and like not asking any questions and like fiddling with your drink, not enjoying it. Like, I mean, not saying she had a drink drink or drink, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, like just feeling like this, like feeling of disinterest is just going to bring the mood down in general. So it's like, how do you like stay present with someone? Even if you know there's nothing there. Here's something I think we should all be doing is to do a check-in in the middle of the date. Hey, are you having a good time? Do you want to continue this date? Right. So when she asked you to go to uh, meet up with her friends, maybe that would have been a good time to check in and say, are you having a good time? Do you feel like we should continue this date? If you want to meet up with your friends, maybe you should just do that and then we Mm -hmm. can continue this another time. I think we always try to guess what the other person's thinking, but it it makes sense just do a check-in. How no, are that's you a feeling? great point. That is a good idea. And I can see why I wouldn't want to do that either, but it is like a very considerate thing to do. And I think the the other thing too that just stands out from here, like it's just something I've maybe learned over over the years is when you're dating, I think when you treat it as more of a not like just seeing another person, but like you some people go on tons of dates. Maybe that's not like always a good thing. Like when, right. people, are, when people are like, Oh, well, like if you meet enough people, like no, because you start like not taking it seriously yeah. at all. Right or not like having any like real hope or intention to it well i think that's a good takeaway there's someone else at the end of that date like you know like you don't need like this like collateral right like it's not fair to that other person if you for example was trying to make a connection like that's not a fair like Mm -hmm. feeling to someone i will say the last takeaway i'm gonna play devil's advocate to everything we just said (laughs) but like we kind of talked about this on our episode dating on a whim that we did a long time ago 
where it was a blind date with UA and this guy, Andrew, and he mm-hmm. made a point that the date with you guys didn't actually get off to the best start, mm-hmm. that he thought you felt, like, shut down in it. Mm-hmm. And then he started to ask why and, like, tried to get real with it, and it turned it around. Like, mm-hmm. you guys broke through the date talk. You got to, like, form more of an emotional connection on the date. So I guess the flip side of all this is if you're in one of these situations where people aren't responding, asking you a lot of questions, you could just cut your loss and say like this wasn't the right match or you could try to turn the situation around. Yeah. Like why? what's going through your head? What was your day like today? Right. What's leading up to how you're feeling right now? But that's only if you have the energy to do so. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe some, t- some days you're just like, fuck it. I don't have the energy to. Right. And I think every situation situation's different. I mm-hmm. think though that's just the flip side of it yeah. is like you can always change the conversation if you really want to. Absolutely. But at the same time, back to that that episode, there has to be a baseline connection. Yeah. And if you don't feel the baseline connection, maybe it is a good time. Just cut your losses. Yep. Or there has to be some level of reciprocity. Yeah. Like if someone's like literally not giving you anything back, if you're trying to turn it around, like you can only, you can only do so much as one person. Question of the day? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. This one comes from Lauren. She says, I'm always hesitant to eat on first dates because I feel like I'm being judged for what I order. I feel like if I order something hearty, I seem like I'm in this for a free meal. Hmm. And if I order a salad, I may be perceived as fake or superficial. Am I reading too much into this? How can I get over this perception I have? <laughs> well, dating and food. Interesting relationship. Isn't it is. It? What do you have to say about this question? I think that maybe people are worrying a little bit too much about it, and the other person is not thinking or reading into it that deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, it's strange if you if you don't order anything, like as <laughs> yeah, as right. we just talked about, but. Um, I don't know. I would never want to put the pressure on someone to, you know, it's their body, like ultimately what yeah. they what they put into it. So they should feel comfortable ordering what they want. So I don't think I would make an assumption that like because they ordered a, a salad that they're this type of person. Maybe that's just what they felt like that day. Mm-hmm. Um, or that, yeah, they ordered something really expensive. I mean, you know, within reason, if you're ordering yeah something that you're not at a fancy place to begin with and then you're ordering like something really extra extra like right yeah, that doesn't make sense. With the right <laughs> yeah i think i don't know like you keep you order like within the same realm of right of that's a good other. point i have a few th- thoughts on this i think women think about this a lot more than men do yeah i okay. think because it comes down to like how women's like perception of body image like yeah i feel like yes men have body image stuff too I don't want to say that they don't but society always tells women that there's a lot that they need to like portray about their body to uh, attract men right right? so I think that there is this like notion of like oh I need to order the salad so I like come off as like health conscious and like I think to your point I don't think men think about it nearly as much as women do and I think if anything when they when the woman orders the salad or something that she doesn't really want or nothing at all, it almost draws like more attention. Yeah. Yeah. But I think to your point that you just made Karen, it's like, how do you meet them? Like where they are too? Like if you're on a date and you guys are sharing apps, like don't order five entrees. Like, you know, there's like (laughs) a line for many reasons. Cause then it stands out in the other way. Also, it's like thinking about like, I don't know, like what you're doing after the date too. Like if you are like trying to like get, 
get some sexy Taiwan. Like maybe you don't want to eat something like right. super like garlicky, yeah, or, or like just like filling, or just like tons of meat, like whatever, like lethargic, all of that. So I think sometimes like maybe thinking about just like good date food in general, but also staying true to like yourself and not totally depriving because you have an image you're trying to put up. Right. I think ultimately you should eat whatever you want to eat and on that whim date i ordered meatballs and andrew thought it was very peculiar that i ordered meatballs because i seemed like a health conscious person he wasn't judging me for it. he was more like yeah this girl can get down yeah but for me i oh i i love meat so yeah. i was gonna eat meatballs regardless of how I was being perceived. So I think it's just, you should order whatever your body's telling you to order and get it. You should listen to your body. But I think that's like the whole like men and women perception thing is like, if he's on the date with you in the first place, like he probably finds you attractive, especially if you've been on like a couple of dates, right? Yeah. And I think like, like you mentioned earlier, Karen, like you want someone else. If you're in a relationship, like a big part of it is like eating together, sharing food. Like there is an intimacy that comes with that. And a lot of people being a foodie is like a hobby in a way. right? Right. And it doesn't mean that you're like you're unhealthy. It's just like a part of society and culture. So yeah. like I think a guy might actually be turned on like the meatball situation. They're like, wow, like if I was to be with this girl, we could actually enjoy food together. Yeah. But isn't it also like food is part of dating. So you're also trying to find your food, foodie match as well. So I've been on dates with guys who are super picky, ask where the chicken came from. Right. Is this organic and blah, 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 you know, gluten free, all that shit. And I judge them not because I'm judging them for their choices, but I judge them because we'll never be a good match. That's just not how I eat. Yeah. So you should, again, eat what you want to eat. And the person may, if they don't match your style, then you're probably not a good match. It's tough though. Cause like I was on a very like specific diet for a bit and I like, I could feel myself being annoying even when I was with like friends, like it wasn't even like a dating thing. So like there was that notion. I'm like, I don't want that perception of like this person that's like all these sauces on the side and like know this, know that. Like I think there is like an element that correlates to being difficult with that. Yeah. So I think it's like maybe if you can see something on the menu that doesn't require that you make like a hundred substitutions, yeah. but it still fits in with your diet, you could go for something like that. So it's like how do you make choices that way opposed to like nitpicking every last piece? Don't you think also for dates? If you know you have specific dietary needs, if you know where you're going, you should look at the menu ahead yeah. of time and or tell your your date right. that this is how you're eating and just right. warn them. Right. right. Yeah. I think that's the ultimate is like, if it's all how you say it. Like if mm. you say it, like it's no big deal and like you eat out all the time and like can maintain your lifestyle with this, then mm. it's less of a big deal than if you're like letting them draw conclusions because you're like ripping apart the... Right. So Kieran, have you been on dates where you judge a girl for what she ordered? Besides the bell pepper. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, you know, just just that uh, those instances of like really not eating anything at all, mm-hmm. and it's not even like oh I have anything special about what I eat, but I I want to I want to make sure that they're in my mind like that they're healthy. Yeah, like, that they have healthy eating habits. I I actually don't do a lot of judging as to like what the person will eat, and and to me it's kind of strange that um, to be worried about like oh if I order this the, this person's gonna think I'm like this. You're you're kind of sitting right in front of them anyway. So you kind of know right. somewhat something about yeah. their lifestyle, exactly. like you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So it's like if I saw someone that was super in shape and they like ordered this like really fatty thing, I'd be like, cool. Maybe they exercise a lot. Maybe they have good metabolism. Like another, right. Another right. number of things. So it wouldn't be like a turn off or anything, you know. Right. Mm. I think you're right, Julie. I think women just think about this way more than men. Yeah. I think men are just like, I'm hungry. Let's eat. Oh, a hundred percent. I think actually, like, yeah, like crazy situations aside. If you just order something that's like matching what they do to some degree, yeah. they're not going to think anything of it. And it's usually these situations where it's like depriving yourself that people start to question it more. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. Enough of this uh, food talk. I'm hungry I'm getting now. hungry yeah. now. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. But I do want to hear from you if one, if you've been on a date with a bell pepper girl. <laughs> and two, if you have your own opinions about food, quirky dates, any of the topics that we talked about. Meeting friends. I Meeting like this friends, topic. Yep, what, yep, When's the-, the right time? Is it, there's probably somewhere in the middle of the first date and never. So right, what is Right, that? exactly. <laughs> what, what do you think is the right way to approach this? And of course, just any dating stories you may have. We love dating stories. These are always great. We're still booking guests for a season eight, and we love to hear from you. If you're on one of these quirky dates and you're like, this has no hope, but you're going to stick it out for the story, at least come and tell us Yeah, at least do it for us. Do it for dateable. <laughs> Hashtag do it for dateable. Okay, let's wrap this up. Stay dateable. Your action item for this week is to control the narrative of your dates. The truth is we're all so different and sometimes those differences come off as quirky or weird. Instead of playing into the narrative of I'm on a date with someone who just did XYZ and they're so weird, you can easily change the narrative to I'm on a date with someone who just did something I've never seen before. How fun and interesting is this? When we take control of how we steer our dates, that's when dating becomes fun. Want to continue the conversation? First, tag us in any post with hashtag stay dateable. Then head on over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching services with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. To connect with us, find Datable Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also downloadable on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable.